Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Third World Cinema Club. Welcome to Third World Cinema Club. Uh, I'm John Tawasel from Present Confusion. Hi, I'm Jim of Jim Pa. We'll be joined later by Princess Kinoko Film Police Reviews. And we'll all, we're also joined by uh, a special guest, uh, also a member of Film Police Reviews. Um, he uh, curates uh, festival films, watches a lot of films. Also, he's based in Canada. Yeah. So, um, say hello. Yes. Say, say hello. <laughs> hello, kamusta? Hi, guys. Yeah, Roland Basmayor is here with, with us today. Um, and we'll be discussing select films from the recently concluded 2021 Toronto International Film Festival. Yes. Uh, so, mga so, nagtatanong po, siya po yung dahilan kung paano po kami nakapanood opo, ng watch party. Nakita ko ka, dami ng tatanong. <laughs> maraming maraming salamat, Roland. Yes. Thank you very much, <laughs> Giving us the opportunity. Yeah, yes. Um, ayun. So, um, we're, we'll be talking about nine films from the festival that we watch. We watch a whole lot more films than this, pero it, these are the films that we think um, you'd like to hear us talk about, hopefully. <laughs> And if you haven't here heard of, of these films before, um, we'll be, we'll describe it for you. We'll help. Will help you along, no? Um, ayan. So the first film we'll, we'll be discussing today is uh, the latest film from Celine Sciamma, uh, Petite Maman. This is French for little mom. No? So it's about this eight-year-old girl who lost her beloved grandmother. Um, and uh, she's helping her parents clean out uh, their mo- uh, her grandmother's childhood home. So basically, her mother's childhood home na rin. So one day, um, her mother suddenly disappears. She, she leaves for somewhere. Um, and then this kid named Nelly meets a girl of her own age in the woods building a treehouse who looks exactly like her. So, siguro ano, opening, opening ano, Roland, what are your thoughts about Petit Mama? So, no una, medyo nagulan ako kasi hindi ko binasa yung synopsis eh. Parang in-expect ko is parang coming of age uh, film siya pero hindi ko na-expect yung magical realism na component. And then, nun ko lang na-realize na um, the story is somewhat, you know, similar to when Marnie was there but it's it's a, it's a different mix or different mood. Mm-hmm. Unang-una animation yung, yung film na yon And I think this is one of, I can say, a comfort film of uh, Celine Sciamma. I think Uh, we are seeing seeing her directing a film uh, by which it's 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 very comfortable very uh, relaxing and cute and at the same time it's very mature because there are some lines in the film na talagang nakaka-touch like yung pag-wonder nung little girl about sa death ng grandmother niya like why why did she leave she didn't say goodbye and then walang masabi yung mother niya kundi it's because we don't know and you don't know as well. So, nakakatouch yung part na yun and I think it's extremely relatable. And then after that, nung somewhere in the middle, nagkaroon na ng mga elements of magical realism and dun medyo nagkaroon ng confusion sa story pero 
nung third act and until the last scene, nagpit together yung puzzle and it's it's a very poignant film and and I think it's something that you would want to see uh, before you go to sleep. It's like you know, it's like one of those stories that our mothers or grandmothers tells about, you know, and and I'm sure uh, this is a type of film that uh, that audiences will remember even you know after days of seeing it or weeks of seeing it it's so sobrang simple and yet it's very impactful because i think it's very touching but not over the top Ayon. yeah oh i agree no um this is her follow up to a very different film in um portrait of a lady on fire um and here uh shiama tackles the idea of grieving and how people process their grief in a way um pwedeng it's it's how people deal with uh, anxiety parang parang yung processing anxiety din or or an anxious future na hindi nila alam kasi in the story um the girl that this kid meets uh, Marion is is going to have an operation um later parang later that week parang ganun and um she is nervous about that. In the meantime, the kid is still trying to process the death of uh, her grandmother who she loved very much. No? And also, yung nakita ko, it, ako yung, I, I, na-interest ako sa Ghibli comparison mo, Roland, kasi ako, my comparison talaga for this film is My Neighbor Totoro. No? Kasi it also features two kids who are trying to deal with the in in totoro the, the two kids are trying to deal with the illness of their mother um and then they get into all of these paramagical situations together um na parang ganito rin dito although dito shiyama injects parang an additional dimension of yun nga processing processing grief and it's and it's an empathic film ano siya it's like a warm hug of a film no na ano um these people are not hindi sila nagkakagalitan there's no antagonist per se they're they're just trying to ano they're trying to process their feelings together which is ano eh um it's it's shiyama trying to veer away from siguro ano ba violence or trauma na ganun and ano it meron ding parang feeling na Sometimes it's easier to deal with your feelings if you deal with it in simpler terms. And paano mo magagawa yun in simpler terms, lalo na kung, especially if you're in the, parang yung mindset mo is in a child na you tend to simplify, you tend to reduce things to to something that you can better understand. Or you you make something up or you make fantastical situations like make your mother a child, parang ganun in order to ano in order to grasp yung idea na yun better pero yun yun, yun doon ako ikaw Jim <laughs> ako si ano parang while watching it uh, ang naiisip ko na films na parang medyo not really similar pero somewhat parang parang inspiration ganun um the lake house in summer in time kasi di ba mm-hmm. medyo nga lang malayo yung agwat Diba? Ang ngayon yeah. agwat ng, ano, ng generations. Uh, pero ito syempre hindi naman to romance drama. This is a coming of age drama. Tapos ang nakakatuwa dito, 
um, because of that um, parang time travel something, di ba? It connects um, generations of women, di ba? Mother and child. Mm-hmm. Ang nakita ko rin doon was that siguro kaya ganun yung pinakita ni Shama sa film kasi kinoconnect niya yung mother doon sa child because somewhat yung mother ay nawala ng childlikeness. Iba kasi as you grow older, once na naanuhan ka na ng circumstances in life, diba? parang nawawala na yung childlikeness. Ah. And diba nag-grieve sila doon sa grandmother and somewhat yung tawag ito yung mother may wall eh, or meron siyang parang ambivalence siya doon sa sa asawa even doon sa anak if um, you'll notice. So, nandun yung part na yung anak niya din is longing for to connect with the child. However, the mother is still processing the grief or loss. Kaya, hirap kumonek. Kaya nga nandun yung part na yung reality and fiction na ito ba talagang nangyayari na nakita nung bata ay is it real or imagination lang ng bata. Kasi diba, alam mo nang pagbata, may mga times talaga na may imaginary friend, diba? Pero ang ganda niya, ako, I, believe, I also agree with you guys na it's a comfort film. Hindi siya yung, ang simple, napakaganda ng pelikula dahil simple siya. Hindi siya yung, ano, masyadong cerebral. Ganun. Yun ang maganda dun sa film eh. Kasi aminado, hindi ako masyadong kumunek with Portrait on a Lady of Fire because this was just my second film na napanood kay Shama. So, nung napanood ko itong Pikit Mama, Furness kay Shama, kaya niya palang gumawa ng ganitong ano, film. And at the same time, ang naisip ko while watching it, kasi di ba, let's say pandemic, ginawa itong Pikit Mama, ano kaya yung mga precautions nila? Kasi bata yung ano eh, yung lida dun sa ano, di ba, sa film. So, paano kaya ginawa nila no, during the pandemic sa France? Paano kaya nila shinute yun? <laughs> naisip ko while watching the film. Ayun. Kung ano siguro, kung if you have the opportunity, Jim, I recommend yung mga earlier films niya. Yung Girlhood or yung Tomboy. Pwede din yung Pauline. Makikita mo yung parang paano niya fineframe yung characters niya. Although this is a step forward in my opinion dun sa ginagawa niya with his other films. Ayun. Okay. So, yun, no? Um, any, fi- any final thoughts? And so we can move on to the next film. So to me, I think it answers our curiosity. I don't know if if sa sa, sa if, hindi ko alam kung naisip niyo rin na, na um once in, in your life na how would you feel if your mother or father is the same age as, as you and kung magiging mag-best friend ba kayo or magiging close friend ba kayo because in mm-hmm. times na hindi kayo nagkakaintindihan, tumasagi sa isip ko na magkakasundo ba kami kung the same age kami or nag-meet kami sa school ng the same age. Nga, so, no, yun, parang sinagot niya yung curiosity ko na yun. Mm-mm, fairness. Yeah. Kung baga, ano eh, may, kung baga yung generation gap, nagkaroon siya ng bridge dun sa, ano eh, doon sa film na Petit Maman. Ganda. Fairness. <laughs> parang, parang yung, yan yung ano eh, no? yung idea ni Robert Zemeckis behind Back to the Future. no? Paano kung kasama mo sa high school yung tatay mo? Parang ganun. I guess, Ganon din siguro yung energy na inaanong Chiyama dito. And also, ako bilang, ako ulila na ako sa grandparents, lahat ng grandparents ko. Nakita ko din yung value in, ano eh, 
in wanting a proper goodbye. Kasi minsan talaga, hindi ka makapag-goodbye ng prop- properly sa taong mahal mo. Minsan, bigla na lang silang mamamatay. So, parang ganun din eh, no? Na, ayun, kung gusto mo, naghahanap sila ng space para makapagpaalam ng mabuti. Pero, yun, ako lang yan. <laughs> anyway, let's go on to the next film. Uh, the next film is The Humans by uh, Stephen Karam. Karam ba? Karam. <laughs> Stephen Karam. Um, it's based on the on his one act play of the same name so he also made the play he made also the film and uh, it stars uh, Richard Jenkins Amy Schumer Beanie Feldstein Stephen Yeun so on and so forth so this is a pre-war duplex in downtown Manhattan it follows the course of an evening in which the Blake family gathers to celebrate Thanksgiving uh, as darkness falls outside the crumbling building mysterious things start to go bump in the night and family tensions reach a, boi- a boiling point So, sige, Jim, ikaw muna. Ikaw muna. What did you think about the humans? Um, ako naman, with the humans, na-surprise ako with Amy Schumer's dramatic performance. Kasi alam naman natin pag sinabing Amy Schumer, comedy ang ano niya, ang genre. So, when I watch it, parang, wow, kakaiba to for Amy Schumer. Eh, nababasa ko rin sa Twitter, nababasa ko rin sa mga... article na yun nga yung ano yung highlight daw ng film. Mm-hmm. Tapos ang gusto ko with the humans yung the way na yung camera maglinger siya doon sa ano sa detail ng duplex. Para siyang Russian art. Ganun mm-hmm. yung pag umaano yung camera doon sa ano sa duplex ganun. Although syempre with Russian art maganda talaga <laughs> yung architecture pero dito hindi eh yun oh. yung ano <laughs> nakasi Russian art di ba one take yun actually inisip ko yes, one, one take, take din to pero hindi naman ano yun talaga may oh, touch oh. din naman to yes oh. tapos ano siya ang I felt para siyang the father pero syempre mas gusto ko yung the father mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> ganon tapos ang nangyayari kasi with the film ang na-notice ko yung duplex para na siyang witness dun sa mga secrets, 'di ba? Kasi may parts sa film na ang maganda dun sa framing yung mga narrow door, uh-huh. mga closed door, 'di ba? Kasi parang ano kaya yung lihim dun na ano kaya pinag-uusapan nila Bini Fields nila, uh-huh. Steven Yeun, ganun ba yung mga may mga hindi tayo alam, pero ang ganda ng framing kasi yung narrow door, it's a framing na sandali, merong secret sa hindi alam at the same time, merong pang ano eh, merong pang magaganap Uh, doon sa film later on ganon tapos um diba, kasi this is functional family sila di ba ako i believe ito yung mga dysfunctional family na kapit bahay natin ayaw nating makimingle with them kasi <laughs> kasi <yung> family <laughs> ayun ganun lang so far ayun uh, how about you Roland your your thoughts on this film So, sa akin, I really like it. May mga ilan akong films na naalala when I saw The Humans. Unang-una is yung film ni Kogonada, yung Columbus. Because mm. uh, both films, nag-concentrate sila na in such a way, yung setting is also a character of its own na naging interact doon sa, sa mga human characters. So, 
uh, it seems nakakaapek ng mood yung claustrophobic shots, you know, and yung yung mga ap- approach close-up shots and approach sa cinematography. So it seems na yung house itself or even the sections of the house are behaving as living things. So that's why naalala ko yung film ni Kogonada. And the other film na naalala ko, syempre in The Father, because um, I think the common thing is that yung director is a playwright and first time nila parehong nag-try uh, to direct a film. And it, both films are sort of uh, groundbreaking because they use the basics of stage and then in, 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 uh, ginamitan nila ng innovation to, uh, to present it in the film medium. Yung The Father, naging playful siya sa editing techniques. Well, this one is more of yung cinematography niya and yung tone. So in that way, it's very different from uh, stage discipline because um, like dito sa film na to, the sound design is really good and the way you capture the sound in film is really different from the chatter. So that's why I think the director really uh, did a good job aside from managing the characters, but also managing the technical aspects of the film. And the third film na naalala ko is yung kay Seder Dolan, yung It's Only the End of the World. I don't know if you have seen that film, but it's it's the same in such a way that pinapakita niya yung toxic uh, relationship nung, fam- nung isang family. And at the same time, yung perspective niya is nagpo-close up siya sa mga objects dun sa house or dun sa, for example, a cigarette smoke or ashtray. So it's it's the same type of claustrophobia or mood yung represent dun dalawang film. So once mapanood yung film na yun, uh, maalala nyo rin yung The Human. So in terms of the way I like it, I really like it on the technical part. And gusto-gusto ko yung acting nila. I think kung may nagpo-fall short siya ng kaunti is yung yung hinahatapan ko siya ng more subtlety pa. Dahil, although may emotions dun sa film, is nangihibabaw pa rin yung thriller component. So, I was hoping there's more, you know, emotional subtlety dun sa, sa script or depth dun sa script. But, otherwise, uh, I really like the film and its approach. And, Oscar Prospect. Because it will be released November 29, uh, November 24, I just checked. I'm still pessimistic about its Oscar chances kasi very low-key siya, eh, di ba? Low-key thriller drama. So, let's see. Hindi, hindi siya katulad ng The Father eh. Kasi The Father is, ano eh, nakakapukaw siya ng damdami ng mga tao eh. Because it's really touching. It's Oscar component, right? I mean, Alzheimer's, old age. So, lahat yun, checkmark pagdating sa Oscar. So, I don't know kung makakapul ng appeal si Richard Jenkins and the other part of the cast. So, I hope Uh, the Academy will will not ignore this because this is something new and important to the addition of uh, American films. Yeah, that's my thoughts. Yun. Um, siguro ako naman, i- I agree na, yeah, it's a very well-done film. Um, ako very critical ako, especially for um, quote-unquote place on film, di ba? Yung mga place na ina-adapt mo sa film. Kasi sometimes talagang film lang nila yung staging and they don't do anything else with the material. Pero in this case, like like they did with The Father, well, in The Father, it's more of an editing thing. Here, it's more of a cinematography framing thing. No? Uh, na, nagawa, nagawa nila ng paraan yung, yung, ano, yung, 
yung parang inapply nila yung elements of cinema to the work. And uh, dagdag ko lang siguro sa idea ni Jim na yung meron silang um, shots of these yung parang pagka-frame nila. Meron din parang motif na yung mga ano, yung yung parang walls na may mancha or may, may parang ano na tipong yung yes. sikreto ng pamilyang ito nagsisip na into the walls of the house. Ganun yung pagka ano ko. And yeah, interesting guys. It's kung tutuusin, a lot of this movie is just small talk eh, no? And it also says a lot about the violence, you know, the violence. Pero the what we can glean from everyday conversations about parang the function of of a familial unit basically a family um, and how it's 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 many dysfunctions how it how it manages to stand up kahit na sobrang weird nung foundations niya um, i'll be perfectly honest ano um, i i had a little trouble connecting with the material kaya gusto kong panoorin siya ulit someday pero Nagets ko naman yung ano sa kanya the, the praise heaped upon it and I'm very interested in my siguro in my future rewatch to see um ano ba yung sinasabi niya about yung mga pre-war kasi ito yung pre 9/11 eh no parang how does this connect to that uh, thematically pero yun that's something I will have to reserve for a future viewing So any any final thoughts about the humans before we move on to our next film? Wala. Okay. So let's go on to the next film. It's uh compartment number six. Wow. So compartment number six won the Grand Prix in the Cannes Film Festival. No, this is uh, directed by Juho Kuasmanen. Sana tama yung pronunciation ko na. So, it's, it takes place in the end of the 1990s, no? So, after, I think this is after Glasnost. I'm not sure. Um, so, there's a Finnish uh, graduate student, Laura, played by um, Sadie Harla, who is finishing up her graduate studies in Russia. And to celebrate, she's going to see some rock formations somewhere in the extreme north of Russia. And she's taking a train car there. So while on the train, she meets a um, a minor named Yoha, who is a gloomy, unsociable type. Um, and uh, although at first they don't click, uh, they don't click together. They find mo- they find out more things about each other over the course of the trip, and they form uh, a very unlikely bond. So I guess ako, ako, I, 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 for me, I really like this film. Pero I, I'm, a, I'm a particular sucker for those types of films na, na two strangers meeting somewhere and then forming a bond na hindi naman, not really, parang at first not really love, kind of friendship, but maybe evolves into something better. Makagaya. In, in our case, parang ano, parang uh, before sunrise yeah yan siguro yung archetype kasi it also takes place on a train and siguro sa atin um probably that thing called tadhana the, those kinds of fugot movies but compartment number six to me is a, it's a much more quieter it's a much more subtle film and uh, surprisingly it has a lot of very interesting emotional payoffs 
pero at at its core it's just trying to say na sometimes the journey is better than the destination as you may may seen sa huli na um so uh Laura finally f- sees the rock paintings no after a long journey along with Yoha and ano it's parang sabi sinasabi sa kanya nung kasama niya parang yun na yun parang sabi niya yeah oh yun na yun pero it's not it's not the rock paintings anymore eh. it's the it's the journey that these two people have come have uh, embarked on together and uh, the the journey of understanding then between the two of them no so yun <laughs> yun lang um siguro ajim your thoughts on compartment number six Um, actually, wala talaga akong idea with compartment number six while watching it. Hindi ko, hindi ako nagbasa ng synopsis, even trailer. Saka nalaman ko lang, di ba, nung parang before the mismong film, I mean the opening scene, nung nilabas na Grand Prix, ay, nanalo pala to ng ano, Grand Prix sa akin. I don't have, ano, parang wala talaga akong alam sa film. Pero surprisingly, nagustuhan ko yung compartment number six. And... Parang somewhat habang pinapanood ko yung compartment number 6, napa-search ako nga sa ano din sa Google. Tapos may mga nabasa ako na it is being compared to ano nga to Before Sunrise, which I agree kasi same na nagmeet sila sa train yung um lead characters ganun. Saka I find it parang not really that realistic pero mas gusto ko yung approach na hindi sociable or antisocial yung guy kasi di ba usually pag ganyan pag mga meet cute something ano eh yung guy is very sociable ganun parang very interested siya agad dun sa girl dito kasi hmm. hindi eh. parang aggressive siya uh, <laughs> parang hindi mo ayaw mo talaga siya makasama <laughs> di ba nga lasing pa nga siya nung nung umpisa ng pelikula parang naglasing pa siya oh. which which leads to yung yung parang tinatanong niya wa, ano ba yung infinish yung i love you tapos mm. yung sinabi sa kanya nung ano sabi sa kanya ni Laura ano fuck you oh. <laughs> <laughs> tapos naulit yun nung ending kasi sinulat niya doon sa papel uh-huh. yung tinuro sa kanyang salita mm-hmm. so um aside from that uh, nagustuhan ko yung performances ng lead um actors kasi like si Yuri Borisov, siya yung guy, diba? Yeah. Wow. Yun. So, nagagalingan ako sa kanya even dun sa lead actress. Laro sa lead actress kasi ako aminado ha, naguguluhan ako dun sa sexuality niya kasi di ba at first, lesbian siya. Nagkaroon yeah, her, siya ng... Her ng, lover is ano eh, babae din. Eh. Babae. Pero Baka kasi parang, siya. yun nga din Kuya Roland eh, yun din ang naiisip. Baka bisexual siya kasi diba? Mm-mm. Kasi parang later on ano eh di ba nagkalikan nga sila nung ano nung guy kasi kasi ang medyo naging concern ko lang with the film regarding the yung pagiging progressive baka dun maano yun yung film kaso kasi ano siya it was set in the 90s di ba yung film kasi was set in the late 90s so hindi pa ganun kaano yung when it comes to the sexual politics or the gender um politics kaya parang medyo somewhat ako for me okay Okay na ganun yung naging dynamic nung ano film when it comes to the gender politics kasi during the 90s di pa naman totally ganun ka ano eh, ka acceptable or progressive kaya yung character ni Hades Sarla 
from the lesbian or let's say bisexual nagkaroon nga siya ng ano ng attraction with ano with the guy ganun and mm-hmm. ako i believe ano deserving siya sa grand prix surprising din ano maganda yung naganda na ko sa film ayun ayun uh, Roland ikaw your thoughts on the film yun nga diba siya yung type ng film na naisip ko na if you want to tell what happened to your friend parang napaka konti lang nung makikwento mo dahil talagang konti lang naman talaga yung nangyari, di ba? But I think it's about the feelings na nilabas ng film through its uh, through its actors na talagang, I think, magaling talaga sila. Yeah. And sobrang galing nila na yung parang magro-root ka sa kanila na ano ba? Ibig sabihin, papansinin mo na ba yung, yung leading girl? or Dahil sobrang introverted nung guy, di ba? Parang doon din ako na-excite. Hindi ko siya nakikita sa film. Na palaging, di ba, sabi mo nga, sabi mo nga, Jim, na palaging yung guy yung nag-a-approach. And I think it's very refreshing to see na makakita nung ganong combination na, na very rare mo nakikita sa ibang klaseng script. And and yes, it's it's in a way, it's very comforting to watch as well because parang, Uh, the setting is sobrang lamig, di ba? And they are traveling uh, in snow jackets. But contrast yun dun sa, nafe-feel mo dun sa dalawa because there's a brewing attraction and there's something exciting about the two. So so yeah, there's a con- contrasting effect about dun sa setting and then dun sa project na feelings ng dalawang character. And because of that, it's very... memorable to me. And one thing I like about European actors, um, narinig ko na rin to sa ibang friends ko eh, na parang wala silang pakialam how will they look in the camera. Like, for example, yung susunod sila sa conven- uh, conventional uh, standards of beauty. Like, how how should a leading actress should be, you know, or a leading guy should be. And kung makikita natin dito yung leading leading girl is very simple yung yung dating niya, di ba? And kung paano siya mag-ayos, kung paano siya makipag-usap, you know, walang, walang pa-girl effect or walang pa-cute effect. And I really like it sa mga European films when, you know, when the actors are really, uh, I mean, mas mukha silang normal and realistic in terms of uh, how they talk on screen. Yun. Yun. Uh, yeah, I agree. And uh, I think the two lead performances, they really carried the film on their shoulders. Um, because otherwise, the film wouldn't have worked without them. Um, and uh, I guess my, my final thoughts for this film, um, this is this is a film about two very lonely people who who try to connect in each, with each other in a journey. And even if even if they're they can't be more different in terms of their outlook in life, one of them is a historian. She 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 looks at the present through the past. And the other one is just, you know, living life one day at a time. So Historian ba siya dyan or archaeologist? Ah, archaeologist pala, sorry. Archaeologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yun, no? um, it's very interesting. I, I, I learned also that this was based on a book uh, or some sort of some sort of work, I, uh, literally work. I, I think it's a novel. Pero, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's it. Uh, I liked it. It's a very nice film and, and I love the ending. Um, mm. Do you have any last thoughts about this film before we move on to the next one? Ano, na, di ba kasi ang hinahanap ng Gurdjian is petroglyphs. I remember when I was in college, nagkaroon kami ng travel project and in Angono Rizal, meron ding petroglyphs. Kaya parang 
<laughs> while watching it. Oh, mayroon din palang petroglyphs in other country. Kala ko dito sa Pinas. Pag mag-PNR <laughs> mag ba tayo papuntang ano, gym? Makakamit din ba tayo ng ano? <laughs> Romantic ba yun? Romantic. <laughs> Grabe na yun. Cinematic kapag may mga ganong effect. <laughs> Ni-remake ko, no? Please remake compartment number six. <laughs> Ayun. So, ano? Um, okay. So, let's move on to the next film. The next film is uh, directed by Michael Pierce. It's called Encounter. And it stars uh, Riz Ahmed as a um, war uh, a former soldier who are a decorated marine basically who goes to his sons his two sons who are being raised by their mother that the two are separated no um and they he takes them on a road trip to i think nevada or las vegas somewhere there because uh, he thinks alien microorganisms have invaded earth and are infecting people to act violently and that's the, that's all i'm going to say about that Um, for now. So, um, yun, Encounter. Uh, Roland, what are your things, what are your thoughts uh, about Encounter? So, honestly, na-disappoint ako sa film kasi um, if you check in IMDb, the genre of the film is really sci-fi and thriller, right? So, so medyo um, siguro depende sa nanonood, but But to me, it's clear na merong uh, misdirection in terms of expectation ko ano ba talaga yung genre. And nabagalan ako dun sa progression ng storya niya. Especially after nung tinakita yung, yung elements of sci-fi, like what he thinks is happening to the people. And then after that, bumagal. After nung niyang kunin yung mga anak niya. And then... Uh, medyo nag-stall yung storya and it, uh, it, it turns into a parental drama. And then, nag-speed up lang siya uli ng third act nung nagkaroon na ng confrontation and dumating na si, uh, si Octavia Spencer, right? So, after that, halos na-lose ko na interest but the third act, medyo, medyo uh, nag-tune in pa rin ako pero it's not really captivating as I expected. So, I think the film was saved by Riz Ahmed performance. So if 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 it's not for him, I wouldn't care to uh, I mean to even talk about it. So I think Riz Ahmed is really good. That's why the the film is still worth watching, especially for his fans. Yun. Uh Jim, how about you? Uh, your thoughts on this film? Actually, ano uh, same coming with Roland. Na-disappoint din ako sa film. <laughs> Sadly. Sabi ko nung at first, yung opening scene, sabi parang the tree of life ata ito. Kasi ang ganda nung pagkakagawa. Tapos nung mga after that, aminado din na ako engaged sa film. Hindi na ako interested. Kasi parang nung pinapanood ko na siya, sandali, ang alam ko sci-fi, bakit biglang naging parental drama na parang Tawag dito, yun nga yung sabi ni Kuya Roland, misdirection na yung naganap na parang sayang kung na-execute sana ng maayos, eh di, 
mas interesting siya. Kaya lang, ayun. Yun ang problem. <laughs> Ginagawa pa talaga yun ng mga IMDb na they will write the sci-fi, for example, or whatever genre, but turns out not. for Because to me, kung hindi tama, it's it's for sole purpose of marketing. So I'm not sure kung mm. i-correct nila yun one day. I don't know. <laughs> Naturally sure po kuya kung sa ano kung sa letterbox ganun kasi nung actually wala akong idea with encounter then parang na tawag dito nag na curious lang ako because it's Riz Ahmed and syempre si Riz Ahmed um na impress ako sa kanya in Sound of Metal and Nightcrawler kaya yun yung reason kung bakit ay encounter is Riz Ahmed however yun nga I also believe and I agree with kuya Roland na series Ahmed yung nag-save nung pelikula. Kasi even si Octavia Spencer underutilized siya eh. Tapos, akala, mm, akala ko si Misha Collins kasi nandun siya eh. Eh, di ba ano yan? Kasama yan dati sa Supernatural. Magkakaroon siya ng substantial character or role. Eh, hindi din. Parang, mm, sayang. Parang miss opportunity nung pelikula. Ayun. Tapos, the ending as well, ambiguous. Parang, ano ba nangyari? <laughs> Parang oh, magpapa... Ano nangyari? Ganun yung while watching it. Ayun, so far, yun lang yung masasabi. Kasi parang, okay. <laughs> so, so ako with the film, sorry. Ah, uh, yeah. I actually echo din your sentiments. No? Um, I think they were going for a, this really powerful parang um, exploration of PTSD. Pero hindi na i-communicate ng mabuti din in the end. Um, uh, iniisip ko, would the film have been better kung mas ambiguous siya with regards to is the alien invasion really real? Or would that have given less credence dun sa treatment nila of the PTSD? Or is this really a good depiction of PTSD at all? Uh, yun. Pero naligtas siya ni Riz Ahmed because he's such a... Ano, Parang he seems like a nice guy. <laughs> seems like a nice guy. Parang, tsaka at least naririnig ko siyang magsalita dito kumpara sa, well, naririnig ko din naman sa Sound of Metal. Pero, yeah, he he's a great actor. And uh, the kid actors are actually pretty good as well. no Parang you, you tend to, um, at, na, at least, They, you tend to gravitate towards them na tipong, yeah, they, they, they love their father regardless of what he's going through. And um, I agree then with the ending na sana they would have done more with the ending. Parang, are they gonna shoot the, the guy? Are they, are they gonna shoot the kids? What's gonna happen? It's all uncertain eh. Pero yeah, it, it's just okay. Parang it's aggressively, uh, yeah, it's okay. Um, so yeah, um, are, are there any more thoughts about um, Encounter before we move on to the next film? None? Okay. So the next one is a doozy, no? Uh, this one won the Palm d'Or at the recent uh, Cannes uh, Film Festival, no? Um, it's a film directed by Julia Ducourneau, who directed Draw in 2016. Uh, it's very, this film is very hard to classify. I mean, there are a lot of people that are saying it's body horror, a lot of saying it's uh, some sort of psychosexual thriller. Um, but anyway... Um, this film is called Is Titan, which is French for titanium. Um, it it follows this car show. Mo- I'm gonna say car show model played by Agathe Roussel, um, and um, due to an accident in her youth, she has a titanium plate grafted onto her skull, 
um, years later, she has sex with a car and becomes pregnant. And then she she tries to, she goes to a firefighter played by um, Vincent Lindon um, and pretends to be his long lost son. And he, for some reason, he takes her in and uh, some weird stuff ensues. So I guess, <laughs> I guess I'll start it off, no? Uh, Titan. It's a very, man, it's a very uh, interesting film. Um, I, I don't love it as much as the international critics do. I, I think it's very nice. It's a great film and it has a lot of ideas that are ahead of its time. Um, I've been reading, um, I've been reading, I know, I've been reading interviews with Ducourneau in various outlets and she's been telling us about para how she views gender as something that is very fluid and that, that really manifests itself in the main character. Eh? Um, she's very androgynous. She can pass as one name to another. I'm not sure what the film itself says about, for example, trans representation or, or, or if it says anything at all. Um, it's not my place to say either way. No? Pero it, it says something about, I, I think it says something about gender fluidity. And um, from what I got from the film, kasi I was, I was parang exploring um, the film's relationship to subject and object in terms of objectification and how it leans into, say, parang when we quote-unquote objectify someone, what, we, what do we do with it? Because there's some sort of conflation between, for example, the, the cars in the film with these female bodies and then there, later we have imagery of this fire truck with... Um, The, these fire trucks with these very masculine bodies na topless, di ba? And then there's, there's and then there's also, ano eh, um, there's this idea of augmentation of the body then. Not in the sense of, kasi I, when, when we watched the screening with you guys, Roland and others, you were talking about um, uh, ideas of transhumanism. And for me, uh, transhumanism implies something of augmentation rather than just transformation. Um, here, talaga, parang they they are we parang they are machines. Parang ganun yung lumalabas na implications sa akin. They're not trying per se to improve, but to to become something else. Um, para may metamorphosis na implication sa kanya. So ayun, uh it although admittedly my interpretation could be very wrong. I mean, this is a very abstract film that anyone can ano can interpret in their own ways. Pero yun. <laughs> magulo, uh, magulo siya. It, it it takes a while to process my thoughts about the film. Pero I, I It's the kind of film na mapapaisip ka talaga. And that's one thing I really liked about it. So, um, Roland, your thoughts about the film? Yes. Uh, to me, I really like it because it's very thought-provoking. And and I think the director is very, um, very good with uh, 
with some concepts that is way ahead of our time, you know, even in Raw. Um, yeah, she's a feminist, but this film, I think, uh, it mocks everything, you know, I mean, because it wants to stay away from the bra- from any forms of branding. So, so parang represent niya na yung body is just, you know, a stage of our evolution and just a part of it, uh, one part of it is we will transform ourselves into a machine. And in a way, may dalawa akong naaalala dun sa style ng filmmaker. There's only one filmmaker na binubyo niya yung gender fluidity and binubyo niya na everything just belongs to one type of, you know, of 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 being. If you observe the films of the Wachowski uh, siblings, mm-hmm. ganun din silang gawa ng film about gender fluidity and if you have seen Sense8, you know, the way they they show uh, sexuality in there, kung, kung paano nila pinrepresent yung pagta-transfer ng perspective from one gender or one nationality to another, they want to dissolve the borders or any type of branding. So, dun ko nare-relate yung, yung parang style ng filmmaker sa Wachowski. Although mas body horror tong uh, style ni nung French filmmaker but conceptually it's it's some uh, concepts that's way ahead of the current politics or the current global perspective so so in that sense dun sila common and then naalala ko rin in a way yung Ghost in the Shell so because if you if you remember in Ghost in the Shell there's a consolidation of consciousness and in the in the whole vastness of the net. So, uh, we are just one big consciousness. And I think dito sa film na to is pinakita niya na we are just, we just belong to one piece of um, of uh, entity, which is, we are just being looked as as a piece of meat. You know, like, like nung under the skin. Nung parang nung bumaba si Scarlett Johansson sa Earth, everything she, see, she sees on her perspective are just piece of meat, you know. So I think doon niya pinapakita na regardless of your gender or whatever, you're just a piece of this type of organism and if it's time for you to elevate yourselves into something else, then it will come. So yeah, it views things as very, you know, fluid or very homogenous. I think yun yung, yun yung thoughts ng filmmaker na gusto niyang ipahati doon sa mga audiences. And I know a lot of audiences are not ready for this yet because it has components of transhumanism yet yes and and we are not yet through with all of our you know our uh, politics with with uh, for example gender or um, or nationality so this is a very high concept film so yun lang yung masasabi ko and, and there's no wrong interpretation i think and i think that what that's what the director wants and i really like it for for that for uh, in that sense um how about you jim your thoughts about uh, titan hindi ko na panood yan kasi mayroon akong commitment ng online ah okay pero do you have any questions sayang do you have any questions to ask us about the film wala akong maiisip Eh. Kasi hindi <laughs> ko na, wala akong idea doon sa film actually. Pero nung nababasa ko nga di ba doon sa thread nyo nung, nung while, while ano, you're watching it guys. Parang mm-hmm. sabi overly graphic. Yun. Is it 
talaga bang overly graphic? Kasi ako, <laughs> sorry. Alam mo, Jim, personally, I I didn't it's not as extreme as um, ako hindi. Sanay oh. kasi ako eh. Sanay. Oh. <laughs> If you've seen mga extreme horror movies, there are a lot of films that are more extreme than this. Eh, oh. nagulat nga ako na ano eh, nagulat ako na If I remember correctly, there were some people who were taken out of physical screenings na in an ambulance or something dahil hinamatay sila. Tama ba? Sa raw. Oo, totoo yun. Sa raw. Sa screening raw. Ah, okay. Pero, pero meron akong friend na nirecommend ko kasi sa vlog ko yung film. Pinanood nila ng, ng girlfriend niya and hindi daw talaga nila matapos because it's really uh, ano daw, obscene daw for them. Hindi nila tinapos. Interesting. Pero nung, Interesting, pero nung napanood ko, okay lang naman. Okay baka lang. Eh. <laughs> Or baka tayo ba yung weird? <laughs> tayo yung extreme. <laughs> Ewan ko. Yun. Uh, yun, oo. Um, in terms of bodily transformation, there are films like, for example, uh, Tetsuo the Iron Man, um, uh, yung mga body horror niya na yun. Mga, hmm. mga Cronenberg yan. I think... Some reviewers compared this to Cronenberg's Crash if you if you ah, yeah. remember that, diba? Yeah, uh, pero there are some Cronenberg films that are a little bit more another than this. Eh? Parang ang, there's there's also this angle especially in the last third of the film na parang it's about nung naging connect na yung yung two main characters together, parang kasi one of them is looking for a parental figure the other one is looking for his long-lost son na yung substitute niya or yung object niya, kumbaga, quote-unquote, is yung itong babae. Uh, na more or less, wala naman siya pake kung buntis na siya or if she's not really that. Ano, naghahalap lang siya ng someone to connect with. And um, yun eh, the, the, the end of the film is a parang rebirth of sorts, or a birth, a creation of a new entity. <laughs> na it's still it's like the star child right oh it's like the star child it, it speaks something to the desire for human for kahit ano parang this guy will now raise this baby maybe or something like that parang it, it's something saying something about the human desire for connection or something i don't know <laughs> to be continued